Alex, did you ever listen to that um, the, the the Demi Lovato song that gets like redone as an emo song? Did you ever hear that "I Love Me" song? No. Uh, have you ever heard Have you ever heard that, Quinn? I don't think so. Do you know the you know the original? The the, the original Demi Lovato's. I don't. Uh, well, I, I hadn't. I hadn't. And then um, my favorite lesbian on the internet, uh, Jill Gutowitz, uh, I believe, had linked to it. I want to say. So like this is this is I'll get to I'll get to mine if you want. Never mind, it's a derail. It's a derail. But um it's really good. Uh it's very emo. Yeah, mine's uh, I mean it's utterly unnecessary. Uh mine is called The Best 17-Year-Old Ever and it's based on the music of Renz. Yes, yes, Ooh. yes. Which is one of my favorite bands and I can only really I I do have a log line. This is going to take approximately 2 minutes and then maybe we could w- listen to a song. Um so basically, I've done this as a, I've got a title, a log line, and then sort of um, what I'm looking for in terms of the inspiration that I'm drawing for how I would tell this story. I don't know what the story is, but I have some idea how I'd want to tell it and what tone I want it to have. Um, best 17 year old ever. It's a musical about youth, aging, failure, and the place where we and our hearts have to live. And uh, inspiration, I'm just going to show off my liberal arts degree here for a second, if you'll allow it. Um, they're a band from New Jersey, and uh, their their best known album was their <laughs> latest album from 2003 called Meadowlands, and of course they're from New Jersey. And uh, another great piece of art about New Jersey uh, is William Carlos Williams's uh, long poem Patterson, where it is literally a, a man as city per- personified. Like what if what if Patterson were a man? So something like. And which I think in turn was, I mean, very influenced by the Wasteland and to some extent like James Joyce. But just this idea of like, you know, I don't know if it's a metonymy or a synecdoche. Speaking of which, uh, synecdoche New York. I want to I want to evoke the acute pain of time mm. uh, of mm-hmm. like um, I, the hook of this. Let me get to the other ones. Yes, it's got elements of another New Jersey album, Born to Run, uh, about needing to escape your hometown, but never quite being able to get the velocity escape velocity. Certainly Hedwig, a little bit of Wicked Little Town. And I want it to be somewhere, something like Amadeus or All That Jazz, where it's told mostly hmm. in flashback. Mm-hmm. And the hook, the spoiler, is that... So the Wrens... Um, it's, I mean, to say it's just Charles Bissell is not accurate by a long shot, but he is the, you know, he's the, the John He's Roderick. the John Darnielle. Yeah, exactly. Same, same, same thing, yeah. But... Um, so their album Meadowlands is just real good, but you know it's a it's an album about like, um, I wish we could still use this word, but it just sounds wrong to say it. Re, re, being stuck and being unable to get it together, and basically it's it's an album in some ways about location and failure, and it is a lot about revisiting <clears throat> like dumb shit you've done, but especially like disappointing your family. And like, you know, the relationships you've had with women that you're still try, trying to understand. Um, so that's kind of the boy part of it. But the neat thing about their songs is, or the th- one of the things that to me is so engaging, is first, I mean, the sound of the band, it's such an odd sounding album. The way that they record and the way that Charles plays guitar in particular is so strange and things that sound like errors really aren't and like make tons of sense when you've listened to it a million times like I have. Uh, oh yeah, Brady's Bits. Uh, Meadowlands was the album I was listening to on repeat when I created the 73 Folders site and they're acknowledged wow. as such. Wow. Wow. 
Um, wow. So let me play you a fan-made video. Uh, would you allow it? Yes. Also, I called it. However, I did not call the title. I thought that you would just uh, call it Meadowlands. And your title is much oh. better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Borden, what's the line? It says currently my Twitter bio. Bored and rural poor lord at 35, right? I'm the best 17-year-old ever. Um, that's, um, so here, this is a different song. And this one's, it's kind of long. We don't have to watch the whole thing. But I, I like this fan-made kind of, <laughs> it's like if Etsy made a music video. But it, it captures <laughs> the melancholy of this song. And it's, it's a chance to like, because Char Charles's way of singing is very odd, too. He has a very unusual i think unique style and you it's easy to miss because of the way he pronounces things kind of strangely and glides over certain words um i, I don't want to embarrass him if he hears this but like he's such to me such a gifted lyricist in a true like like old school like like sondheim or hammerstein kind of way of like he really has fitted lyrics to this this music that really evokes something special so did y'all get the link not yet oh god i sent it to matthew sorry matthew <laughs> matthew's sending me ant pictures the, the oh are we <laughs> you, you're matthew okay here we go try this we've we've just been like are we going crazy or is this it's not a lot of ants but well two it, things oh, can be true at anyway once, you know? exactly okay I, I, this is boy music but you know i'm a boy i'm sorry <laughs> or i disagree what? Not with the boy part. <laughs> Three, Whoa. two, one. Ten times against me. So this is a pretty long song, but you get to the chorus after a while. Um, so just because, again, I mean, how many, how many of those lyrics did you get? Um, Ten tons against me, and you've gone. I put your favorite records on. And sit around, it spins around, and you're around again. Struck dumb while drugs run at how high reads. Cue every memory at half speeds. It's just like, Charles, hold me downs. I'm coming sounds. Cut crap, but who's filling shoes like these anymore? And the chorus is, she sends kisses. I know it's hard. I hope this card helps you. And the way it ends, I love the end. So she sent him a sophomore at Brown. She worked lost and found. I put your face on her all year. Five rows of photos when you wrote. Of posed, you, dressed blue, a backyard boat. Signed at the bottom with this quote. Number four, North Shore. A Cape May address. Your new one, I guess. All's well in hell and here's hoping. 
Um, she signs. She sends kisses. Signed with love, Beth O's and X's. She sends kisses. Our oldest joke. She signed three sixes. Um, last one. Our short town knockdown. <sighs> Jesus, so good. Our short town knockdown sure was fun. Yeah, white trash, what have you. I fired replies back, gun by gun. Past seven wrecks, I read four answers. Your move, I'm Trey involved. Move on. Love, Beth. Oh, it's so good. It's just, it's so, I mean, like, I, you don't like to use the, overuse that word, but it's so poetic. It's so evocative. It's, yeah. it's struggling to fit words to something that's much stronger of a feeling than something that you can really articulate, but you feel that ache, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's um that's my pick. I like them a lot. They're really cool guys, and I hope they'll finish their record someday while I'm still alive. Oh, are they still still doing that? Charles still banging so, away Jill. on it. Oh, pedal, pedal boy's still at it. Oh, if, you, if, oh, if you've ever seen the video of uh, me uh, backstage at a show uh, doing terrible '80s covers with somebody playing piano, that's friends. No. Oh. Oh no, oh. you don't want that. It's me doing Morrissey, and you don't want to see it. Oh. Woof. We should put that um, the live. I, I'm sure you must have been the one who linked to this at some point. But What's the acoustic. Um, Everyone choose uh, sides. Uh, yeah, and I, <laughs> I remember it specifically in Oak Brook, which is a suburb of in in Chicago land. Um, and it's just the most Oak Brook house ever. And the guy, the the drummer's doing percussion on a cereal. Oh, box and this, he's playing and the Captain. Yeah, Jerry's playing it, a Captain Crunch box. You don't have to watch it now, but I'll send it so you can get it's it. It's so good. Ah, oh. yeah, they're 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 great. And they're such they're such nice guys. And they're such a story. You know, it's so interesting. Like they, I mean, the the, the Meadowlands is in part about the struggle of trying to be a band, and not in that ACDC kind of way. You know. It's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. It's more like all four of these guys had like jobs and families. Two of these yes. guys are lawyers. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, you know, when Kevin comes out, Kevin's wearing like lawyer shoes, like when he plays and jumps off amps and stuff. But like, there's that one. Um, da, 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 this boy's exhausted. Uh, mm-hmm. So just real quick. Uh, so this is a, a song about how fun it is to be in the Wrens and you wish you could play more. <laughs> it's so mm-hmm. nice. Lock me in, tied to work, splitting rocks, cutting diamonds, a hundred days with no pay, not anymore. Because I'm caught. I can't type, I can't temp. I'm way past college, no ways out, no back doors, not anymore. But then once in a while, we'll play a show and it makes it worthwhile. Our sight's set low as Jerry squares off the set. Here we go. But this boy is exhausted. Get on, up, get out. This boy is exhausted. <laughs> boy music. No, no, this is so good, though, because, I mean, this was one of the first albums, um, God, I must must have heard it when I was, like, 16 or 17, mm-hmm. and, uh, Meadowlands, I mean, um, mm-hmm. and it, it it was, like, the first album where I'm like, yeah, this is what it is to make art, if you will, as an adult, like, it's really hard, and it's gonna suck, and... It got me. This was one of the first thing. Like, God damn, capitalism sucks. <laughs> it, 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 like, it's weird that the rents. Yeah, there's 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 so many elements to their story. There's a, there's been a fair amount of deliberate embellishment to the myth of the rents, but there are some things that are true, including that when they'd done their first record, they'd been signed to this label. I want to get this exactly right. I'll probably get this slightly wrong, but basically, they, I think it was Grass Records they'd been signed to, and it was while they were on tour supporting their album that they found out they'd been dropped by the label, and 
that mm-hmm. a lot of the resources were getting moved into this up, up and coming band called Creed. Oh <laughs> my fuck! Wow. Well, you know, you gotta mm-hmm. bet bet on the horse that came on you, I guess. <laughs> oh no! No, I mean, like it's an arrival, like that Amy Adams movie. Okay, so uh-huh. um, and she's not a monster. But um, what else? What else <laughs> are we gonna talk about? I got my Johnny Ive uh, gritty reboot of uh, Beauty and the Beast. What was the thing that was too personal to say on the show? I don't remember. Oh, I told you to. I asked if you had shown your daughter rent. Fuck. So we put on Pose, and I was like instantly hooked. And I was like, Oh, I get it. It's it's a romantic, like you'd said. So essentially, it's a kind of a romantic clay of a notional fictional house in the era of Paris is burning would be one way to phrase it. Right. Kind of, Mm -hmm. but in the dynamics of that group and you know, just that again, Alex straight back to like whatever, three weeks ago talking about that certain kind of like just withering queer humor, you know, Mm -hmm. but I feel so fucking bad about this. Uh, We got to the part, we got to the part with the kid and the dancing and the dad comes in in the first episode and starts hitting the kid and uh and then the mom turns on him too and like you're sinning and and i can can tell she's a little bit she's a little bit no 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 it's the well i'm i'm the you're you're in you're you're involved but i'm committed i'm the one that screwed this up with an anecdote about you and i said see this is why alex i mean there was a time where it was not uncommon for a kid to just not be welcome in their house anymore. And that's something that Alex really tries to help queer kids with. And she like, she like lost it and had to leave the room and like lost it for like half an hour of sobbing. And I was like, Oh God, I fucked this up. This could have been a good thing, but why did I have to make it more difficult? But yeah, I I fucked that up. Oh no. No, that show show seems really good. The heist where they get all the costumes. Woof. Oh my God. Right. Well, and I guess that's the both fucked up and good thing is that younger people are so, I I don't want to say I'm glad that she was upset by this, but I'm so. I I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Mm -hmm. On the one hand, you're so thrilled. I think of it with stuff, again, this is all just my color, my crystal being 53 and having a kid, but like, it's very, it's, it's. It's obvious to me that the kids of this generation are very different substantially from kids mm-hmm. when I was that age. Not mm-hmm. least there's like you just don't get slammed into a locker every day. The the bullying thing has is different. It's still there for sure. I mean, there's assholes everywhere, but the systemic seemingly school-sanctioned bullying I, I don't think that happens so much anymore. And you could be a little kid who comes out to your friends and they're all like, "Hmm, whatever." You know, TikTok, mm-hmm. let's go. So um, on the one hand, you're thrilled that a kid doesn't have to put up with that. But on the other hand, it's also like you, you know, you're standing on the shoulders of giants. There's a lot of people that went through a lot of shit to get to making things a little bit better for people today. Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. And I and I also never want to, I mean, I, I prattle on about this a lot, but I never want people to feel like what they're doing I mean, it's like the privilege thing, right? Like you shouldn't feel guilty for feeling safe and and having a normal, if you will, life. 
And I, I mean, it's, I just, I almost feel like the reason that it's so important to remember pe- people like Marsha P. Johnson is like, eventually kind of, kind of like, like now, um, we, we are the ones who are going to need to step up even if, uh, and, and by we, I mean like people like me who who have the privilege and you know n- not not a lot of money, but like okay, yeah, yeah, remember how we were treated like this? Like let's not let that happen again. Let's yeah, be the be the friend that you wish you had. Yeah, yeah, and oh, uh, and and I mean that also also there's, I mean there's just those folks aren't around, and I. It's fucked up, but I very much as a teenager did not assume that I would like, well, I guess I haven't, I haven't uh, yet lived to my 30s, but I want it to happen. Um, but just <laughs> You're like, closer now than you were before. Give exa- exactly. Um, but but even in the, the, you know, 90s and early 2000s, there, there was so much violence that didn't touch my, um, you know, hometown, but definitely did in chicago which is which is the place where i wanted to violence towards uh gay folks and i'm like well where am i supposed to go which is which is such a like oh woe is me i don't know what to do. i don't think it's selfish to want to feel safe where you live yeah yeah ex- I, yeah yeah i take it back <laughs> but also also alex i don't, I don't want to hear i want to hear what quinn says i don't mean to keep doing all the talking but so it's something we talked i think i feel like we talked about this a few weeks ago i can't precisely remember if it was here but my wife was talking about some training that she'd been getting um for work and just this kind of community you you can read about this lots of uh, black people are talking about this it's like it's not helping us that you keep talking about how difficult this time is for you and how guilty you feel that's not helping us and frankly I don't have the time to hear it. Like, if you care, go do something differently. But like, and I'm not saying I'm anywhere near good at that, but I do think that especially in men, especially in white men, especially in older white men, as hard as you might try at this stuff, there's a warring impulse that you always have to fight, which is how do I reframe this back to where I feel good about who I am already? Which is very, I mean, convenient for us, but that's not the frame shattering that's going to be useful for people in a variety of situations. And it's, I'm not saying it's an impulse I'm anywhere near beating. I'm very far from being that. But like being aware of it is helpful. And saying like the, 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 the most basic impulse a lot of people have is how is this about me? And like it's, I think it's, I'm not trying to say boohoo, but I am saying like it is very difficult to um, not sacrifice, but to abandon a position that you have been told your entire life you're supposed to inhabit, which is like the top of the pile. And mm-hmm. that you are the normal and everybody else needs to accommodate how you are. And like, whether we like that message or not, it's a message that all of us grew up with. And we say things like, oh, it was a different time. Um, I mean, it kind of was a different time. And I could not be happier or prouder that that is an impulse that is not being as formally instilled in young people today. And that gives me hope. Mm-hmm. God, what a drag. What a Fuck. fun episode. No. <laughs> Quinn, say something entertaining, please. Yeah. Entertain oh, me. I, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, don't you feel like, I'll just say it in my words. You really see this, like when you try to understand the whole like all lives matter thing. And it's like there's such a big yes but. 
It's like, yes, but you're missing the point of what people are trying to say, and you're being deliberately obtuse and obdurate about just willfully not trying to understand what somebody is saying here. Well, of course all lives matter, but like what what the fuck does that mean to somebody who's never had their life publicly valued before? You've had that your entire life, dude. What about the people who don't have that? Like the the point of that is not to provoke you and say like, oh, you know, your blue life doesn't matter. It's it's just to say like you're once again, you've found a way to make this all about you and your grievance rather than trying to listen, understand and evolve in, in like a more vulnerable and humane way because that it's hard to do but you know yeah that's a hugely important thing for pretty much everyone because there's for virtually every person there's going to be some area of discussion in which they are not the centered party or should not be the party that is centered um and, you know, that conversation shifts all the time and it depends on what's going on. But they're, they're, for all of us and for some of us, like that hap- that moment happens more and more where you have to take a step back and be like, okay, this is not about me and let's figure out who it is about and what I can do to help that person. And then you turn around and see the person mm-hmm. next to you who looks like you and they're going, this is about me. And you have to go, mm-hmm. oh, no. Okay, well, now we have two problems. Yeah. Um, because <laughs> yeah. you're figuring you have to you have, we always have to be working on ourselves and we have to be working on the people around us who aren't working on ourselves to try to convince them to get on our team and that fight is eternal but it's important there was a good that that actually echoes a tweet i saw th- the other day that's like you know, you don't need to check in on your three black friends. How about you <laughs> just address Venmo them? They love your, that. Yeah, love oh boy. <laughs> oh, oh, here's seven dollars. You're welcome. No, co- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about four hundred and one years of whatever. Yeah. Here's seven yeah. bucks. Thanks. Oh man! Oh, it's so nice. Your your noblesse oblige is really moving to me. Thank you. I oh boy. Larry Kramer died a couple weeks ago, and so I reread the Normal Heart, and there was a line in there that really has stuck with me, where the doctor says to the main character, or lead says, I'm on your side to the doctor. And the doctor says, I don't need you to be on my side. I need you to get your side in line. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yep, yep. No, that's so good. It does take me straight back to uh, a day in October that I'll never forget when uh, my kid had something to share with us. And I said, um, really, I'm so proud of you right now. And she said, <laughs> Thanks, but I don't need your product. <laughs> oh my God! Yes, and I, said, I hate wow. to say this to you at this moment, but I'm now even prouder. <laughs> I know. Oh my God! She's oh. self-actualized. <laughs> God. Yeah. Oh man. Anyway. I, uh, yeah, and then we went to a basketball game. Yeah. So let's. Uh, oh yeah. So Alex, you have, I won't do it here, but you should listen to the Johnny Ive uh, gritty reboot of Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> yeah, I will. And we. Oh, oh, so a couple things. Uh, B, we need to pick a challenge. But A, would there be any interest in the room um, to doing Hamilton movie as a challenge when it comes out in a couple weeks? Oh, fuck yeah. 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 I mean, it doesn't have to be the whole challenge, but holy shit. Oh, I'm so pumped. They, it's going to be a lot 
different, I think, than we expect in the huh, best so? way. Oh, because um, they because because of camera movements and stuff. I think just based on that trailer, they put so much thought and care into this. I thought it was another year till it came out. What happened? Well, if you haven't noticed, there is a pandemic going on. Yeah. Pam, 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 Bim, Pam, Bim, Bim. Why yeah. is Pam Bem? Oh, well, that's the right. The death pem- virus. Yeah. yeah. Where California the, the, had the highest number of uh, recorded new cases ever today. Oh, God. The bitch is back. Yep. I... I, 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 want, I want to be optimistic and say that they're like, you know what? Everyone's really sad right now. Why don't we release it early? But there's also the thing that where Disney has stopped making money from most of... <laughs> most of oh, like they need a banger to get you signed up? Kind of? uh, yep. They just happened to take away the free trial uh, for, <laughs> for this. <gasps> oh, that wow. feels so gross. But um, Well, well yeah. at least we'll still have uh, Queeby. Queeby's going to continue to just be a real throbber for everybody. Yeah, love, loving it. Jesus Christ. What a train wreck. What a money pit. What a what a heat sink for terrible, terrible backwards ideas. I, Woof. I don't even know. Like, I, I thought it was going to fail before the um, pandemic that we all have decided that never happened and everything's back to normal. It's just going to pass through. Mm-hmm. Oh. Boy, it's summer now. It dies in the summer. Um, <laughs> boy. <laughs> uh, what does the 19 even mean? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Did you see that? Did you see that? The... He had to work in, in his, when he was in Arizona yesterday, he had to find a way to, of course, talk about the, uh, the Kung Flu, which he mentioned, I think, at mm-hmm. least twice. And he went into that bit, and it's just like sometimes he just finds like a new level of of stupid and you have to kind of marvel at it and he's like you've never heard so many names first of all because it has COVID-19 in the name he always says there's like 19 names for this he always says that and he says yeah call it call it what you want call it many names the Wuhan Wuhan virus the Chinese plague all of these uh, and the 19 COVID what what you know what is what does the 19 even stand for it's like well that's the year it was discovered dude do you think mm, we shouldn't get into it? But I firmly believe that he is going to win. Like, I, what? I, I, I can't. I oh. know the data suggests otherwise, but uh, I don't huh. think we got huh. another four. Okay, all right. I, mm. I can't, I can't go through that that heartbreak again. Like, uh, you, you know. remember that New York Times with the needle? Remember that? Oh wow, that I hate that fucking needle. <laughs> Quinn, do, do you know about the needle? I don't think so. I feel like it maybe premiered, did it first, maybe they used it before, but New York Times on their election page on election night 2016, oh, yeah, where yes. they had, autom- they oh had my God. added some JavaScript that made it like jitter a little bit, and it just, God, I'll never forget that night. Mm-hmm. My, 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 um, my wife and kid had gone out to get uh, poke bowls for a school benefit, and in a time between them going like uh, less than a mile away to them coming back, everything had changed. It was like, well, mm-hmm. grab your Pokeball and sit down. I was in show choir rehearsal. Oh, really? Oh, oh, I forget your your baby. <laughs> it was a real. It was a really bad night. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. we ended rehearsal early. Oh. We were in tech for a show, so we were going until midnight. But then oh, we wow. ended at like eleven thirty because we're like, we're too sad, go home. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm sure we'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. Everything will be fine. Everything's fine. It's the dumbest oh. thing I ever said on a podcast, I hope, was the day after talking to John Gruber, and he was still uh, feeling the effects of his holiday party. And we were, <laughs> we were trying to be hopeful at the end. It was a really good episode because yeah. we, we both needed to sort of purge. And then at the end, we were like, you know, I bet one bit we'll be fine. The key word, <laughs> as, as they say on political Twitter, the word we is doing a lot of the work there. Yeah, we'll yep. be fine. Yep. 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 Oh, yep. and then the turtle man came out. Turtle man came out. He's made of gum. I miss the turtle man at this point. I miss the turtle man. Doesn't that feel like a different age now? Yeah. It, well, luckily, Michael Flynn will be coming back in the administration now, so that's oh, cool. Oh, good. Yay. Yay. Ooh. Ooh. Mm, interesting times. Okay, so, dugga, dugga, dugga. Challenge. Uh, challenge for next week, going to the sheet. And so if we were to, I'm always the being administrative, aren't I? Challenge spreadsheet. I'm, um, I'm in here. I'm in here. If we were to do the Hamilton thing, let's get that one into the chamber. That would be, I mm-hmm. believe it's June 3rd. So do yes. you want to, that would be the episode of July 8th. Mm-hmm. Um, Quinn, do you think you'd be available for that? Um, well, I have an incredibly busy social calendar, but it does look like I'm available. (laughs) I don't know if you're being sarcastic or not. You could, you could pitch us your new jukebox musical about the American Revolution. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, Jesus. I know that I know that it's very tired to talk about how fast time is going, but July Fourth sneaks up on me every year. Every yeah. year, I'm not prepared yeah. for it to be July Fourth. Same. Yeah. Like, how are we already this far into summertime? What the fuck? Right, Quinn. Do you have any suggestions that you would like? Uh, because you have to edit these. Um, oh, yeah. I remember when I dreaded <laughs> editing certain challenges. Is is there a challenge you would like to edit? Basically, like a challenge where you would actually enjoy listening like like with lots of extra audio to drop in or like i, yes. I forget to upload mm-hmm. my side or something like mm-hmm. that is that would yes. that be good for you yes for example if uh we created another show entirely between merlin and tiff <laughs> because <laughs> audio dropped the off, timeline. <laughs> you know <laughs> well i would just know while you're thinking on that uh quinn um one does not like to b- b- invoke the thing but um there are probably a whole bunch of challenge ideas that we could return to, given that the two of us uh, have a, a sensibility that differs sometimes from our, our previous co-host. <laughs> Maybe there's some things where we go, ooh, that that's actually would be kind of fun. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, we could do Doctor Who things again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, well, no, I mean, it's... it's um Obviously, I'm like not talking about Maxiton because like there are bigger things in the world than me being sad about things my friend it's i mean yeah it's like a fucking grieving process but it's not the most important thing in the world right now and i mean i know people want me to say more but that polygon article which i thought was really well written honestly says Mm -hmm. somebody put a lot of time into that yeah i i really really she is really good at her job i was like damn damn um but yeah, I uh, everything. I mean, I don't have anything to say um, other than what I said last week, two weeks ago. Um, yeah. but, I don't know. But, but you know, just saying, just saying. Think, think. Uh, you know, for uh, you know, 
just for, for variety's sake. We could we could do uh, we could do different kinds of things than we might have done before. That's just yeah. something to keep in mind as a thought technology. I do not want people to continue to suggest what we should do on the show. <laughs> Uh, but but obviously, yeah, we're gonna do different things, and it's going to be a different show. We just haven't figured. You're just gonna keep the... bringing it back to this, aren't you? You're gonna just keep keep dragging what? me back into this, aren't you? I I don't wait. No no no. Hmm? Uh, what? What? I don't know. What am I doing? What's happening? I don't know. What should we do? What should we do, uh, Gwen? What do you want? Oh. Want to give us an assignment? Well, not really. Okay. Um, <laughs> every time you give me a command, I just am like, no. <laughs> Oh gosh, I'm but sorry. I hope you don't take that as welcome. a command. No, no. If um, I give you a command, you're going to know it. Give you something to cry about. Reborn babies, <laughs> hyper flesh masks. Oh boy. Cat Fort. We did, we did Cat Fort, didn't we? Kind of. Yeah. Something with musicals. Okay. One of these challenges just says explore injustices in Hollywood musicals and casting Hollywood musicals. <laughs> what, was that? What, was that? what was that a joke about? I don't remember. Could have been anything. Did oh, it have to do with uh, Les Mis? Oh, I th- I think so. May- yes, I think so because that that was a lot of Russell. That that was uh, our Russell Crowe kick of like, oh, really, really, <laughs> um, <but> yeah. <laughs> Egg salad habits. The, Memorize hmm. something. Um, Twitter bots. Oh, is that something? Mm-hmm. I haven't made a Twitter bot in a really long time. I made a Twitter bot and I kind of mostly have already forgotten about it. I don't know how much fun that would be to talk about. Yeah, I guess you're you're right. Um, mm, we could get leather bottom shoes. The <laughs> I still don't understand. Oh, 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 oh Alexandra, Alexandra. Um, yes. Something um, iOS related. Oh, oh shit. Oh shit. Uh yes. Um, Dude, hooking up shortcuts to the tapping to the back of your phone. Holy fucking shit. Right? Oh wow. my god. So uh Quinn, the um I know that obviously you know all of this, but this is I'm, I'm sorry, this is extremely well informed. Quinn was reporting live from the she was reporting live from the show floor. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually in the video. You did you might not have seen me, but <laughs> I'm very small. Hello. <laughs> I cook an egg with a spoon. Oh boy! I, I <laughs> oh my god! An egg with a spoon. Fall in love with me again now on DVD. <laughs> I'm not available on Blu-ray. I'm too small. I'm near the spindle. I've I've lost the thread. I don't know. <laughs> they had made announcements uh, on Monday about uh, the upcoming. Versions of macOS, iOS, uh, iPad OS, and I... Oh, Alex, it's gotten worse. So now it's on my phone, it's on my big boy iPad, and I put it on my laptop at home. So... Oh, oh interesting. And, and, and a watch. So um, how about do something uh, iOS? We'll come up with a name for it. But, but like f- find some cool stuff um, in iOS 14. Yeah, I, yeah uh, find, find something um, that I, I really like... The the previous challenge that you sort of suggested of find something, uh, what was it? The one about there's a sad party with apps. There's find an app you wish you could use more. Yeah, yeah, like like find uh something in iOS 14 that you didn't wouldn't be able to do before or something. Mm -hmm. I don't. um, No, that's funny. That's uh, we don't need any more specificity. We just. Yeah. Need a jumping off point and something we can put into a sentence, I feel like. 
This is something I do want people to talk to me about on Twitter. Please, please tell tell me and tell me all of the things. I wish we got to pick. The... <laughs> Wait, here's what, 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 here's what? what you will speak to me about. This this is what you may or may not talk to me about. Um. <laughs> These are the conditions of this particular here's... interview. Hey, Alex, what does reborn babies mean? Yeah, oh. yeah, Alex, what's reborn babies? Oh, gosh. All right. So there is an Apple TV Plus original series called... Oh, fuck. I don't even know what it's called because I couldn't finish it. It was so upsetting. Um, but basically, a mom has a kid. Kid dies. Uh, so they get a fake baby and she imprints on that kind of like a monkey that imprints on the, yes, thank you, servant. Um, and there's a whole bunch of stuff going on. Uh, but there are these things called reborn babies that are a very big deal to many people and not, not just like the really tragic and unfortunate incidents where, um, like babies will die and then parents um, get a doll essentially that looks exactly like their kid. But there are, there are other people who just handcraft these dolls and like auction them off. And they're, they're super, they're super lifelike, right? And yeah. And, and it's, it's, I don't know. It's super weird and feels unethical and icky. Like that was, this answer was so much more sad than I thought it was going to be. Well, well, that's the thing. It's like it. It's very sad, and like some, it started as uh, I believe therapists were like, "Hey, let's figure out a way to y- you know comfort people who, especially um, you know, have bonded with their children physically, of like having them sleep on their chests and stuff." And and it's it has helped a lot of people, but then there became like the culture of reborn. <laughs> dolls which has nothing to do with any sort of uh, uh, therapeutic attempts and it's just fucking creepy and uh don't like it don't like it at all like there's like a a gray market of oh yeah a little bit of like a lars in the real doll type situation it's it's yeah it's like oh man i really want this one with blue eyes yeah yeah like oh look at look at the pattern of that one's toes yeah yeah if you go on ebay it's just very upsetting (laughs) um Click on that link. Have you ever seen the sculptures of this guy, Ron Mook, I think his name is? The name sounds... Oh, yep, I have. No, 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 no. It's the really big. God. What's... Well, I'll never sleep again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why you'd say that. These are just very normal things that are just nice. I like uh, gigantic naked men in a corner. Hey, that's exactly the one I just sent. Well, I'm glad I sent that to the right window. 